0: EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hello, you. Another week, another podcast. Thank you for listening. It's the 11th of March, and here's your latest roundup from EV Comply. The long awaited production version of the Volkswagen ID Buzz has landed. Five years after the retro futuristic EV reworking of the original microbus was shown in concept form back in 2007 at the Motor Show. Now, it's being produced in the same commercial vehicle factory as the existing Volkswagen Multivan in Handover, Germany. The latest addition to the all-electric Volkswagen ID lineup will go on sale in the UK in May and deliveries are planned to begin in October. It's available initially in single motor rear wheel drive. The power will come from the same rear mounted electric motor as that used by other recently introduced ID models. In other news this week, the Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, has agreed legally binding commitments with charger provider Gridserve aimed at incentivizing investment in EV infrastructure and promoting competition. Now, GridServe has agreed that it won't enforce exclusive rights with the three stations that it works with at the moment, and this will come into play from November 2026. It will also reduce its exclusivity agreement with Moto by two years and with Road Chef by four years. Its agreement with Extra is due to end in 2026 anyway, so no amendments have been made to that contract. It has also agreed in the short term that it won't enforce its exclusivity rights in the event that a rival firm secures government funding via the Rapid Charging Fund to install charging devices at one of its locations. The three service station providers have agreed not to take any action that would undermine these commitments. Michigan-based startup Our Next Energy, or ONE as you'll know it, is on a mission to provide cheap batteries that propel electric vehicles much further on each charge, and the last few months have seen it make some serious waves in the space. Having demonstrated a 752-mile range from its Gemini battery last year, the company has now raised millions in new funding as it scouts locations for its first battery plant in the US, with production to kick off later this year. Drivers in Portsmouth now have 98 charge points to refuel their electric vehicles, with specific sites catering to those who drive for a living. 62 new on-street EV charging sites have been added to Portsmouth's pre-existing network of 36 in a £200,000 investment. The council hopes it will encourage local residents to move away from petrol and diesel vehicles. A rapid charger for taxis and private hire drivers has also been introduced at Stubbington Avenue, with overall plans to establish nine of these in the area. Sites including Park and Ride, D-Day Museum at Southsea, Sea, COSM and the city centre have all been identified as new locations for high-speed systems, allowing professional drivers to quickly and efficiently recharge their vehicles before getting back on the road to work. Also this week, the Shift Group, based in Detroit, announced Wednesday it has created the new Blue Arc EV Solutions brand. Its first three products to be sold under that brand are a purpose-built commercial EV chassis, a fully-built Class 3 electric walk-in delivery van, and a mobile recharging unit called PowerCube. Shift ceo daryl adams discussed the company's move with forbes ahead of its official unveiling of the blue arc and its initial three products he explained the creation of both blue arc and its ev product line grew out of the demand from shift's customers and his company's inability to find an appropriate chassis given funding to ev startups has hit a 10-year high venture-backed startups in the EV space have raised upwards of 20 billion pounds in 2021. That's more than double the nearly 10 billion raised by companies in the sector in 2020. And that's after auto giants like Ford and GM announced plans to commit billions EVs over the next several years, which means acquisitions, partnerships and other activities in the sector is expected to pick up again, meaning even more funding and injection. About 50 new EV models are expected to debut in North America by 2024 and a flood of new supply makers from a competitive environment. Many of the new models coming to the market will struggle to achieve commercial success as things become more competitive. But while many newcomers may not survive, it is thought that significant consolidation in the space will happen. Now, there are 37 companies in the EV space that were acquired last year. So that's up from 21 in 2020 and 17 in 2019. So to get a startup off the ground could leave you in a very good position for a sale. Gagoro has been around for a long time, first launching its electric scooters with subscription-based swappable batteries back in 2016, so some could argue leading in the industry. Not content with resting on their laurels, though, Gagoro has been seeking ways to further improve the electric scooter experience. The company has paired up with Prologium technology to show off what it claims to be the world's first swappable solid state EV battery most of us will be more excited about the prospect of this tech reaching larger EVs for cars of course but for now this is a promising first step this is an exciting one. one hundreds of new electric vehicle charges are said to be installed across north and east london following an agreement between uber and three london boroughs over 700 fast electric EV chargers will be installed on the streets in newham Brent and Redbridge, boosting London's overall charging network by over 7%. The new chargers are the result of a £5 million investment from Uber, working with each borough to determine where chargers should be installed. These are on-street charging points and they will improve access for those without driveways or of course home chargers. In recent years, London has become the global leader in terms of Uber's electrification efforts. More than 500,000 EVs are currently on the app in London, driving over 1 million electric miles per week. Uber said it is on track to more than double this number by the end of the year and to become the all-electric platform in the capital by 2025. And we wish them nothing but luck on this journey. So the question is out. What should Jeep name its first EV? I mean, it is a big deal. The pocket sized battery electric model is due next year, and it's opening up some interesting possibilities when it comes to nameplates. The small electric vehicle previewed last week seemingly had it all except for a name. Now, we can certainly picture Jeep reusing the name Liberty from its 2004 Liberty CRD diesel concept. That was a great name. Or, of course, Jeepster from the distant past. That was a fantastic name. Or perhaps Jeep will go with something entirely new and devoid of all callbacks to past vehicles and come up with something futuristic. But we're very excited to see what they pick. Polestar Performance, the Swedish electric car maker, has closed a £350 million uncommitted green trade finance facility with a syndicate of banks to support the import of electric vehicles into Europe and North America in a bid to boost their EV manufacturing and export sectors. Numerous export credit agencies are extending facilities to the industry. Last month, the UK's export credit agency provided £500 million in loans guaranteed to automotive manufacturer Jaguar Land Rover, while Export Finance Australia approved loans to two companies developing graphite processing projects for the supply chains of EV batteries. Impressively this week, hydrogen truck maker Nikola, which aims to replace diesel-fueled trucks and have them all powered by batteries and hydrogen instead, was one of the biggest stock market gainers on Tuesday among electric vehicle makers. Now, This was after President Joe Biden announced he was cutting off imports of Russian oil because of its invasion of Ukraine. Any bets on Nikola at this point? is a long-term investment, as the company won't yet begin commercial production of hydrogen fuel trucks until 2023, In February, though, they did begin hauling beer in Los Angeles with two prototype vehicles that the company says can go more than 500 miles between fueling. Aside from the cost of high-powered fuel cell systems and storage tanks, the supply of hydrogen made from low or non-carbon sources such as water and renewable power remains in short supply. Cummings and other companies have announced plans to boost production of the clean fuel, but that will take a year or more to begin scaling up. And finally, following on from International Women's Day, which happened this week, a story has been highlighted. Badly lit and secluded electric vehicle chargers are putting female EV drivers at risk and off. According to a new campaign from motoring experts electrifying.com, they are calling for operators to adopt a safety first approach to new charging stations. Local councils and charge point operators should install bright lighting, rain covers, clear signage and CCTV to make women feel safe using public charge points and, of course, everyone else as well. You are now in the EV know and up to date with EV complies EV Roundup. I'll be back with you next Friday. If you wish to have your business, a story or an interview placed on our podcast, then please visit our website, ev-comply.com. Click on pods and blogs and there should be a contact form there. From everybody here, you have a fantastic weekend.